why would you not give that information? Do you have something to hide? There's something more going on there. What's your problem? It's just harmless. It's just fine. Nothing's happening. Why can't I ride in the car with her? Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what's crossing the line with co-workers of the opposite sex? There it is. That only took you weird sign language and <laughs> flapping your arms like a chicken to remember. I only had to try twice. This was number two, so that's pretty good. I did have to do some weird sign language to get it in my brain, though. Huh? Yes, it's a little odd. Yes, but I did it. <laughs> Here we go. You want to try it? No. <laughs> Here's a question that was sent in to, uh, from someone that we're going to answer. First off, they were kind enough to say, we love your podcast, but we haven't found this particular question asked. So nice. we're going to throw it out there. What are your thoughts about interactions with coworkers of the opposite sex? More specifically, is it appropriate to have lunches alone? What about travel alone or in small groups for a sporting event or for work? What are your thoughts on texting about personal matters at all hours of the day, night, and on weekends? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I have strong feelings about some of those. Yeah. One more layer to this. Uh-huh. What if the spouse wasn't informed of some of these things and was only told after specific inquiries? Hmm. Does that add a new layer to it? Yes, of course it does. What are your first it initial? Feels, it feels a little bit like a loaded question for sure. Right, right. And we will just say that this is a female asking the question. This is probably a wife asking a question. So that's all we know. But we don't know which direction Correct. the situation we is. We don't know who's doing what or when or why or what. Let's put it into if I was having lunches, if I was traveling with a woman uh, from work and you didn't know about it. I didn't tell you. I'd have a huge problem with that. Don't you trust me? Uh, no. Okay, tell me more about your thoughts here. Okay, in our relationship, here's why I trust you. Okay. Because you don't hide anything from me. Yeah. My question or concern would be, why would you not give that information to your spouse? Right. Because you're afraid that your spouse is going to respond poorly and say, no, you can't do that, or tell you you can't do this or that. Or do you have something to hide there's something more going on there and you don't want to tell your spouse that that's happening. Right. Does that make sense? Sure. So if you didn't tell me that stuff, that would give me cause to not trust you. Okay. So let's, let's take the exact same behaviors, but change it just a little bit. Okay. If I were to say, Hey honey, next week on Tuesday at three o'clock, I am going to be riding with Sally from work to go from, you know, point A to point B um, for this work thing. I want you to know about that. I would appreciate that for sure. That would be fantastic. Um, And you've told me about things like that for, for our marriage. And there have been times where for whatever reason, it didn't sit well in my gut and made me very uncomfortable. And I just let you know. At that point, I go... What's your problem? It's just harmless. It's just fine. Nothing's happening. Why can't I ride in the car with her? What happens then? (laughs) That makes me quite defensive and feel like you just don't care about my feelings. Like, I'm your wife. How I feel should be important and matter to you. 
What if your feelings are wrong? What if your feelings don't make sense? What if your feelings are inappropriate? Again, nothing's happening. We're fine. Sure. How does that feel for us if I tell you your feelings are wrong? Oh, it doesn't <laughs> sit well. My feelings could be way off the charts, out of proportion, yeah. but there is a reason for them. And as a husband, it's your job, I guess, to understand me. Not to blow me off, but to figure it out. And we've talked about this before where I don't know if it's the need. I can't remember if it's in the need section of the secure marriage framework or if it's in the empathy Empathy. section, but asking why, why do you feel that way? Tell me more. Tell me more. I want to understand your feelings. I want to understand your feelings. Yeah. And it may be what I'm feeling is completely unfounded. Right. It may be because of something that has absolutely nothing to do with you or with her. Yeah. Um. But to just blow off those initial feelings does not serve a marriage well no. at all. And it doesn't serve any future opportunities that you may need to do that you may need to take because of your business. Sure. sure. Um, it's just going to cause more division down the road. So what you're describing here is the problem is not the problem. It isn't actually lunch or transportation with another coworker who's of the opposite sex. It is, am I willing to disclose it to you? And am I willing to take your feelings into consideration above everybody else? Yes. Do you know that I care about your feelings and I want to make sure that you feel comfortable? If that piece is missing, then this specific topic, which we've had actually several questions around various versions of this if that piece is missing then the fear that defensive brain the survival brain the lack of trust all of that gets exploded it it gets um, compounded in in multiple ways and it makes it harder for a wife to trust a husband even if everything is benign even if everything is, is neutral and there is nothing going on the very fact that this husband hasn't been able to communicate I want to make sure you feel safe. Right. That is his goal. Like you said, my job is to take your feelings and make it a priority in my life. Right. And the reverse is true. If it's the wife who is like, you shouldn't be feeling that way. You know, this is not just about how a husband. No. Yes. This is both of us. Yeah. This is spouse to spouse. Exactly. And this is what's missing. Again, this is the very first step in the relationship roadmap that we just built the course around. The very first stage of the relationship roadmap is that hurting stage. It feels like you don't care about my feelings or my needs. Right. Exactly. That always starts you down this path of struggling in your relationship. And so it's really, really easy to start to change that. So again, let's take the situation that these people wrote in here and the practices that you and I do. I had a meeting today with a woman. You knew about it. I told you where I was going to be. I told you who it was with. And if at any point you go, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. The first thing I do is I will cancel the meeting. Right. No meeting is more important than your feelings. And you know that. Yes. And because you know that, I think it makes it easier for you to say yes to most meetings. Sure. Not every one of them, but most of them. Sure. At any time, you have access to my phone. Your fingerprints are put into it. Yeah. You have access codes. You always can look at anything on my phone, right? Yes, absolutely. So I never have anything to hide. There's one other layer to this, though, and that would be if there is any sort of emotional energy that is being directed to somebody else other than you. 
Yes. And and I was going to address that because they talked about um, texting, just yep. personal inf- things yep. all hours of the day. Yep. And that actually, I feel, kind of crosses a line because now you're directing emotional energy into someone else yep. other than your spouse. Yeah. And that becomes incredibly problematic. That feels very compromising in some Yes, way. exactly. Yep. Especially if it was hidden or discovered, if it wasn't yes. disclosed, but it was discovered, that does break down trust. And I have a rule. And again, I agree. I understand that not everyone agrees with me on this one. So take it for what that is. This isn't gospel truth. This isn't a thus saith the Lord kind of thing. Right. Even psychologically, you'll have counselors argue around something like this. So take that for what it is. But... I never want to devote emotional energy towards someone else that should be first given to you. I want to make sure that I am maintaining, getting all my emotional needs met through you primarily. And I don't have to turn to anyone else right? for friendship, for companionship, for anything else like that. Now, again, I have friends outside of you. Of course. But... I am not dependent upon those relationships to meet something that you aren't fulfilling in me. Right. And therefore, I can let those go. Sure. If at any point those feel inappropriate or compromising in some way in our relationship. Right. Now, the thing about that is that we have a very good marriage, a very connected marriage where you getting those things met by me. What do we tell or how do we encourage people who maybe aren't getting that in their marriage? Yeah. What to do then? Back to that phrase I already used in this episode. The problem is not the problem. If there is an intimacy issue, this doesn't mean sexual intimacy. This means emotional intimacy. If it's hard to become vulnerable and connected with your spouse and you are needing to turn to someone else outside of the relationship to get those needs met, that is a sign of a bigger problem. Right. And that needs to be addressed primarily. But it also means you're dancing with fire. That's missing my metaphors. Okay. That's you're playing <laughs> with fire because you are going to do something that is going to sabotage your relationship. Right. If and when, obviously when these things got found out, when these other relationships or these behaviors get found out. Right. Um, exactly. And you're right. This is a legitimate concern that a lot of people have in their relationships. They don't have that emotional intimacy or there's some sort of protectiveness. There's that guardedness in the relationship in some way. And because of that, people desire or start to turn towards things outside of the relationship. Right. And that becomes a problem big time. Yeah. Over and over. What would you want to say to this couple? What would you want to say to this couple who wrote in this question? Well, I could do a shameless plug for our relationship roadmap. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, and again, we're not here to pitch anything. Right. No. But to be but, honest. But there are there are things in the relationship yeah. roadmap that will really, truly help to build that intimacy yes. and and build your marriage up so that those things, so that if your spouse has to go to lunch with a coworker or has to travel with a coworker yep. or has friends outside of the marriage, that those are don't become a threat or they're not needed. Yeah. So, you know, the texting outs yeah. all hours of the, um, when you can start to build that intimacy, emotional intimacy and relational connection, then those things just don't become an issue anymore. No. And you don't have to hide them. No, they don't have to be a bigger issue. Right. What would you say? Cause you're the smarts here. If I could speak to the husband and again, um, we're assuming it, it's that, 
situation in sure. this one situation. It's not always the situation. I would speak to him first and say, you might not be doing anything wrong. Okay. You might be completely innocent and haven't done anything wrong behaviorally, but you are blowing it remarkably when it comes to doing the behaviors that build trust and transparency and vulnerability with your wife. And it isn't just about lunches or things that work. This is probably permeating lots of areas in their relationship. And this is what men have to learn how to do is to make sure their wives know and understand that they are the greatest priority in their lives, that their wives' feelings matter, even when they don't make sense. Yes. And... I am willing to endure the cost. I am willing to bear the inconvenience of whatever fears or insecurities that has within you because it's my privilege. It's my honor to help maybe heal some of those. You might bring some of that in with your story, but because I have chosen to be married to you, I get to help heal some of those things and that's going to cost me. I'm not going to get my way every time. And a lot of guys rebel against that. Yeah. Why can't I have it my way? In fact, that is probably the biggest internal conflict I have with you all the time. (laughs) Why do we have to do it your way? Why can't we do it my way? Right. You don't know about half the times that I'm just wrestling with it in my own head. Yes, I'm sure I would probably venture to guess that you were feeling that way today when you were fixing my wind chimes. Am I correct in that? (laughs) Shoot dang. (laughs) I didn't think you picked up on that. Oh, uh, I'm pretty intuitive and I appreciate yes. that. I appreciate that you don't have to always say that or but yeah. I I recognize that you feel that way an awful lot. And I'm not the only guy out there that sure. feels that. And I suspect that that is a major theme that is playing out in this whole situation. So, for this couple who might be listening to this episode and they're going, "Oh, they're talking about us. Great." Hopefully both of them are listening to this. Right. If you guys are, I would encourage you to start asking those questions. Does it feel like we're having some sort of power struggle? Does it feel like we always have to do things your way or my way? Does it feel like we're fighting over um, control in some way? Right. Is that a theme in our relationship? And if it is, you have to start working on that piece first. Mm-hmm. And again, he, the guy, has to be willing to give up certain things to in deference to his wife's heart. The wife will have to learn how to give up certain things in deference yes. to the husband's heart. For sure. But you also can't put that on that scale and go, well, I did this, so now you yeah, owe it's, me. It's not a Pharisees and You're it's not screwed. it's not a justice scales that has to be balanced. It will be yep. unbalanced. It is gonna come back to the phrase that you invented mutual selflessness. Yes. Who can outdo serving the other person? That is what this actually comes down to. And it's not easy. Our survival brain is wired to say, how do I get my needs met first? Right. For sure. I want to make sure that I don't miss out on something. And that survival brain is the enemy of marriage. Your spouse, your wife is not the enemy. Your husband is not the enemy. Your survival brain is the enemy. And once you start to get the enemy correctly labeled, now you can start to make your marriage better. Yeah. And I have to fight it every day. Yesterday when we were on our hike, I was fighting it because you did something that pissed me off. And it's like, why do we have to do it her way? I did? Yeah, you didn't even know about it. Wow. Because sometimes I just have to wrestle with it within myself. Sure. And you don't need to know about it. And sometimes we have to talk about it. But 
our fallible human nature, our sin nature, our imperfection as human beings make us horribly selfish. Mm. That's what the root of all this comes down to. Right. Hopefully this is clarifying in some way for this couple. If you guys are listening, we hope it's clarifying. If not, write us another email. Yep, <laughs> Say you exactly. just confused it or you made it worse or you broke our marriage, something like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, hopefully that didn't happen. But we can tell you as we try to practice this, and if you guys try to practice this, you're not alone. This right. is what you and I, honey, try to learn every day is how to serve each other better. Yes. And how to get sure. out of that survival brain. And it's possible. I mean, we get to enjoy many, 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 many days without fighting, right? Yeah. I was knocking on <laughs> yeah. wood. It's been a while. Yeah, we might have just <laughs> sabotaged every time, us. Every time we say we haven't had a fight yep. in a while, yep. then we have a big one. So. 20 minutes from now, we'll probably have a really good fight. So <laughs> that's typically how it works. But if you're listening to this, you didn't write in, but you're going, man, that sounds just like our relationship. You can start to practice this. One of the tools that we have built, and again, this sounds like a shameless plug, but it is not a shameless plug. I do it without any shame. The reason we build these tools and we make them priced at the price point that they are is so that they can actually start to fix marriages. It's called the Relationship Roadmap. And it actually shows the three C's on how to have a healthy, secure marriage. Connection, communication, and conflict resolution. You have to start with connection. These people are having a communication and a conflict resolution issue, but they also have to work on the connection piece first. first, And in the relationship roadmap, it'll show you the one thing you do that actually gets in the way, sabotages your connection, and then two things you can do to start building that connection. Yeah. And I could, if this couple was sitting in my room right now, I would I would walk them through, here's how these tools work perfectly yes. for this situation. Exactly. So those tools we decided to put into a one hour course. Truly, actually, technically, yeah, that's not true. It is an hour and two minutes. <laughs> Did you so really go back and check? An hour and, and two, two minutes. minutes are just bloopers. That, so. Yeah, possibly, probably. And, and actually, 45 probably, minutes is bloopers. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably a little more than that of bloopers. <laughs> yeah. Five-minute videos, 10 total. I know it's 50 minutes if you do the math. They are a little bit longer than five minutes. 97 bucks. That's what we've priced this at. It comes with visual reminders you can print off and hang on the fridge and staple to your dashboard and put everywhere else so that you can learn these tools and your relationship can get better. It costs less than half, probably right around half of one couple's counseling session. And we use them all the time. All the stinking time. And we want these to be available to as many other people out there as possible. So, And do we have them as audio files so that you can listen to them in your car if you want instead of watching the video? You can download them and you can put them on your iPhone or your smartphone and while you're doing the dishes or while you're working out or while you're driving to work. Or while you're in the middle of a fight. Yeah, you can listen to the audio versions of it. So there's multiple versions of it here. Again, these are tools that we built. If your marriage is in a great spot, you don't need it, fantastic. Don't buy it. Tell other people whose marriages are in a bad place. Right. But we want these tools to be available for people who can want to work on their marriage and get them better and don't have to do complex marriage counseling or really in-depth, overwhelming courses. I actually found out this last week, I talked with someone who bought our bigger course and they sheepishly admitted we haven't watched it yet. So right. it's like, okay, I get it. It's five hours, six hours long. It's a big course. It's in-depth. But a lot of people don't finish it. So that's why I made this one smaller, smaller bite-sized. Right. You can watch it in an hour. And even if your marriage is doing well, yeah. there are some fantastic tools. Because even good marriages have fights and struggles. And there's, we've got a great marriage. And some of the tools in it we have to go back to. Oh, I have to go back to 
all the yeah. time yeah. because it's just where my weakness is. Yeah. And so I just love that we have these tools that we yep. can go to. So yep. it really doesn't matter where your marriage is at. Yeah. The tools are going to apply to you. Every They're time. amazing. Yep, every time. Simple is better in my opinion. So yeah. if this interests you and you're going, all right, Paul and Shannon, stop talking about it. How do I get this? Securemarriage.com. Right at the top of the page there, you can click on, right, it's kind of being highlighted. So you can click on the button to watch the first video for free. So there's 10 videos, you get to watch the first one for free. You can get an overview of the entire roadmap. See if you like it, see if you like how it's presented. See if you like the tools that come along with it. You can watch the first video for free and enjoy it. Yeah securemarriage.com is where you start yep. and then from there if you want to keep listening to the podcast or if you want to actually get another course we have a bigger and deeper one that apparently no one actually finishes but <laughs> I, still pretty good stuff in my opinion it's good um, and there's a lot of bloopers in that yeah there's a ton and then we also have the codependency project project yeah, yeah. so and a couple books that a I few wrote books. Yeah. lots of tools Lots yeah. of tools, but relationship roadmaps start there. That's what our favorite one is right now. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.